Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And everybody say, immediately. His feet and ankle bones receive strength. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have. Somebody say, I got it. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand. I love this. He didn't just leave him there. He took him by the right hand. And he lifted him up. And immediately, his feet and ankle bones receive strength. And for a little while this, this morning, I want to talk about elevate your expectations. Elevate. Somebody shout, elevate your expectations. Clap your hands to the Lord and give him praise this morning. Just because you know God's good. Amen. High five somebody and say, elevate your expectation. <clears throat> Amen. You may be seated. The first clear and obvious truth of this text is, he said, such as I have, I give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. I want to tell you this morning, you can't give what you don't have. And if we need anything this morning, we need a fresh baptism of Holy Ghost power and demonstration to begin to operate in our lives and in our church. We need the power of God to be released through us in the last days. We are the ambassadors of God. We are God's representation on the earth. When you come to church, it shouldn't be just static and just the same old, normal, status quo, run-of-the-mill services. The power of God's got to be released in every single service. There's got to be miracles and signs and wonders. There's got to be a demonstration of the power of God where we look at somebody that's been crippled or somebody that's been blind or somebody that cannot see and say, I may not have silver and gold, but I do have one thing. I have the power of the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk. We don't need just the, the, the power of God in, in just word only. We need it in demonstration. Paul said, I didn't come to you with enticing words of man's wisdom. I didn't come with intellectual prowess. I didn't come understanding all of the vernacular that I need, but what I, what I did bring when I came, I came in absolute power and demonstration of the Holy Ghost. I want to tell you that the days of miracles is not over. The days of deliverance is not over. The days of blinded eyes being open, it is not over. The lame shall leap. The dumb shall speak. And those that need deliverance will be set free in Jesus' name. 
You got to elevate your expectation. Every time I walk to the doors of the church, I'm not looking for dead church. I'm not looking for something dry, something lifeless. I am expecting God to show up every time we get together. Jesus said, where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there. I don't know if you believe that on this holiday weekend. He said, I am there. If you've got two or three, he said, I am there in the midst of them. The Lord Jesus Christ is here. Somebody shout, he's here. And I want to tell you, when we come to church, we need to elevate what we expect God to do in our lives. I don't want you to come to church. I don't want you to have a belief system where you have low expectations. I don't want you to live what I call in the low land. You know, you know who lives in the low land? Swamp people. People that eat alligators and people that know what kind of mosquitoes are and they live in the lowland. I don't want this church living in the lowland. I want you to live in the high country. I want you to live on the mountaintops of God's blessing. Listen, don't live with people that think low. Don't live with people that act low. Don't live around people that are always going to tell you what's wrong, that you're never going to make it, that you're never going to come out, that you're always going to be sick, that you're always going to be discouraged. No, come up to the mountain. Come up, elevate your expectations. Somebody shout, elevate. When you study God and you study the Bible, you find out when God got ready to work, he did it on mountains. He didn't do it in the swamp. He didn't do it in the desert. God said, when I'm going to work, I'm going to do it from a mountain. That's why when God got ready to give him the Ten Commandments, he didn't go down to the low country. He said, I'm going to take you up to the mountain. And the Bible says there were thunder and lightning. There was a voice. There was tablets. He said, Moses, I want to show you my glory. And, and Moses couldn't see God's glory, so he saw God's goodness. He did it on a mountain. Somebody say it was on a mountain. I'm going to tell you, as long as you're living in the valley... You're not going to see the thunder and the lightning and the blessing and the power as long as you're living down low. You're not going to enjoy the bounty and the blessing and the voice of God. And what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to me is come on up a little bit higher. Come on up. Come on up. You've been living too low. You've been believing too low. You've been down with doubt and discouragement and depression. And the Spirit of the Lord is saying, come on up a little higher. 
Church has got one direction. Somebody say up. Well, well, I just think the church is going down. Not this church. Not this one. Not God's church. There may be other churches. There may be other buildings in Europe. But it ain't this one. And I know y'all were just sitting there like with carne asada on your brain. I don't know what's wrong with y'all. It don't matter. I'm going to preach till I get done. You can, we can get done a whole lot quicker if you respond. The church is going up. Pastor John, the church is going up. The bride's going up. The bride's not going down. The church is not going down. In the light, no, 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 no. I don't care what happens in this world. The trump of God shall sound and we are going up. Somebody say it's going up. <laughs> my favorite thing, one of my favorite things is when I, I get an airplane seat and it's at 37 David, which means it's back there by the lavatories. And I'm sitting in the back of the plane in 37 David, you know, like this. can't turn and all of a sudden they say um, is Mr. Johnson in the boarding area I woke up you've been upgraded I, I feel like upgraded to where oh you're going to be in two bravo but I didn't pay for the upgrade I didn't earn the upgrade that's what it feels like when you're going up. <laughs> you know how it is when you go down to the rental car place and you got a 2001 Kia or Nissan Sentra, whatever they are. You paid $29.99 for that Nissan. And you get to the counter, and he says, we don't have, we, we don't have that Nissan Sentra. But what we do have, we got a, we got a BMW or an, or an Audi or a Cadillac. I paid for a Kia. Hey but I got upgraded. <laughs> You're not saying nothing. I'm looking at people that you got upgraded. You're going up. You're going up. The church is not going down. You're not going down. You are going up. Elevate your expectation. Somebody say elevate. Anybody ever been upgraded? You got that room overlooking the parking lot at Motel 6. 
They left a light on for you. That's all they left on. But you got there. Would you like an upgrade? I got a nice view for you. Overlooking the canal. Somebody say elevate. I'm not just preaching. I'm not trying to just make you laugh to be laughed. I want you to start thinking this way. I want you to start thinking bigger and greater and more power and more authority and more of Jesus Christ and more prayer and more worship and more so. And I know some of y'all are in the gutter. You're in the gutter. You're in the lowlands. You're in the lowlands. But I'm telling you, when you study the Bible, God worked from the high country, Mount Sinai, Mount Nebor, the Mount of Transfiguration, again and again and again. God was on top of the mountain working it all out. And what I am saying to somebody this morning is what John the Revelator said in Revelation, the Spirit. Put it on the screen. Thank you. The Spirit and the Bride. The Spirit of God. Who is that Bride? It's us. It's us. And they're saying, come on up. I don't want you to go through life always thinking about the worst that can happen. Say, well... What goes down must come up. Instead of saying what goes up must come down, say what goes down must come up. I'm telling you what the Spirit has put in my heart for this day. It's saying, come on up a little bit higher. Come on up a little bit higher in your faith. Come on up a little bit higher in your expectancy. Don't, don't just live in the drudgery of the lowlands of your experience. I could quote to you from Deuteronomy where he said, you, have, you walked around this mountain long enough. If, if they have that scripture, have them put it on the screen in Deuteronomy. It was only an 11-day journey. It was 11 days. But the Bible said... No, that's not my verse. Yes, that's my verse. I'm telling you, y'all bad back there. I'm telling you, it's hard to keep up with us preachers. Alexis, your video was funny too. Where's Alexis at? She's, she's running. That girl's creative, man. I don't know why that screen's not working back there, but it'll be working next week. I usually read off that screen. It was 11 days journey from Harob by, the, by Mount Sierra to Kadesh Bardia. Next verse. In the 40th year. Everybody say 40 years. 40 years. It was only 11 days, but it took them 40 years or 39 years, 355 days to be exact. Because they just got used to walking around the same. You know, here's the thing. Here's what I've learned as a pastor. Everything is really shiny and new 
and exciting for about two weeks. Oh, man, these chairs. Ooh, I love these chairs, bro. This is, wow, that's awesome. And two weeks later, they done forgot about that chair. Oh, man, I love that ceiling. Look, it's so, oh, look at that ceiling. Oh, it's so great, it's so great. And then two weeks, you don't even care. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love the baptistry. I, I, I like all that. And in two weeks, we adapt. It's called sensory adaptation. You drive past the same beautiful rose bush. You see it on the first day, but you don't see it on the 14th day. It's just a bit of a, a, a bush and a building. You don't pay attention to it. You get used to seeing it. And if all you're seeing is lowland, all you're seeing is discouragement and despondency and trial and trouble. That's all you'll ever see. And what the Holy Ghost is telling me to say to you is lift up your eyes. Lift up your head. Lift up your faith and believe. Elevate your expectation. I am expecting God to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that I can ask or think. I'm not looking at what God did last. I'm looking for what God is going to do next. Come on, somebody. You ought to clap your hands to the Lord. God's not done. God's not finished. Elevate your expectation. If God was finished with you, the devil would have made sure of it. You'd already be gone. But you're here and I'm here. Because he's not done. Josie, he's not done. He's not done working in your life. He's not done working in your family. He's not done working in your children. He's not done in your ministry. I don't know how she runs with those heels, but she believes that God is elevating our expectation. Come on, clap your hands. High five your neighbor and say, wake up. How long are you going to live in base camp? I see a lot of Christians that, oh, they got all the gear. They got on their fancy Gore-Tex jackets, North Face, Patagonia. You got on all your fancy hiking shoes and you just, you just look like something out of a REI magazine. And you ain't going nowhere. Y'all better talk back. I'm going to keep preaching. Uh, y'all, I'll preach till one. I'll just make stuff up. I'll go and preach what I preached last week. You won't remember. You already forgot. Our visitors would be like, well, that was two sermons for one. I mean, you, you looked apart. You dressed apart. You ain't going nowhere. Why? You know what? Going up to a high place is going to take some effort. Yes, sir. 
And, and let me tell you something else. There's a reason that mountaintops are small. It's because not everybody's going there. There's a reason that the air is thinner because only the strong and the determined and those that still have the spirit of Joshua that says, give me this mountain. I might be old, but I'm not done. I gotta go up to the mountain. Elevate. Somebody shout, shout elevate. Your expectation. Don't just look the part. Be the part. I'm, I tell you what I'm praying for, Jeremiah. I'm praying that God would give me some people for, before the coming of the Lord that'll say, I'll go up with you. I'll go up with you. If God is at work on the mountaintop, I want to go to the mountaintop. If God is on the top of Mount Moriah, if God is up there and God is going to be reveal himself as the Lord is my provider and the Lord is my rest. If he's going to reveal himself, it's not in the valley. It's on the mountaintop that he realized that God is enough. And it takes work and energy. It takes determination to climb a mountain. I climbed one and it scared me to death. I climbed half dome. And you think, you, oh, bravado, I could do that. We'll go do it and then take pictures. I didn't know how steep it was. I didn't know how hard it was. I didn't know how difficult it was going to be. I didn't know how dangerous it was. And I did it, but I didn't do it with bravado. I pulled my hat down where I couldn't see the edges, and I held on to the cables, and I went up to the top. But I can tell you, the trip was worth the view. And if you're going to see things you've never seen, you're going to have to do things you've never done. And it's not, it's not for the faint of heart. It's going to take people in this church. And I know it's a holiday weekend, and I understand all of that. I hope people enjoy their time away. That's great. But I'm talking about the big scheme of this church. I'm talking about filling up every single seat. I'm talking about people being baptized by the dozens. I'm talking about people being filled with the Holy Ghost by the dozens again and again and again and again. We must elevate. Come on, raise your hands right now. Raise your hands. Come on, I want you to pray that. Come on, I want you to pray that. I want you to mean it. I want you to pray it and I want you to mean it. I want you to pray it and I want you to mean it. It's time for us to elevate 
our expectations. It's time to elevate our faith. It's time to elevate our worship. It's time to elevate our prayer. It's time to elevate our fasting. It's time to elevate our soul winning. It's time to elevate everything in our life should be elevated. Set your minds Set your affections, the Bible says in Colossians, on things that are above. Now, I'm almost done. No, I'm just joking. I got a long ways to go. I'm messing with y'all today. I'm tired now. Huh? Preaching over in the Pentecostals of the Bay have wore me out. They, they, mucho poderoso. Psalms 23 is the valley. He leads me through the valley of the shadow of death. His rod and his staff, they comfort me. They prepare a table before me in the presence of my end. That's Psalm 23. But that's not Psalms 24. The valley is in Psalms 23. But the mountain it's in Psalms 24. Lift up your heads, O gates. Be lifted up in ancient doors. And who's coming on that hill of the Lord? The King of glory comes in. Who is this King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord mighty in battle. So lift up your heads, all gates, and lift them up. And the king of glory shall come in. Elevator. Musicians can come. If you're walking through a valley this morning, just keep walking. Just keep walking. You and I are not made for valleys. You're made for the mountain. You are. You are. You are. You are. You are. You're made for it. You're made for it. This church, is, this church is not made for valley. This church, is, this church is made for mountaintops. And I'm telling you, we hadn't seen the best. It hadn't been the brightest. I believe there's mountaintops that we're getting ready to see that are greater and more glorious. We're just getting started. We're just getting ready. Our prayer is going to be greater, Joyce and Charlie. Our power is going to be greater. Our worship is going to be more intense than it's ever been in all of our life. I want you to stand all across this building. Elevate your expectation. I just felt like somebody just said, as I said that, in the spirit, 
I felt like somebody just said that's sitting here, I don't want to get my hopes up. I want to tell you, your hope needs to be up. Your hope is in the Lord. The Lord is my hope. The Lord is my anchor. The Bible said, run, you prisoners of hope. Hope has me wrapped up like a prisoner. I want you, I want you to be baptized on this Sunday morning. This morning, I want, I want you to literally say, God, take, take the lid off. Take the lid off my faith. Take the lid off my understanding. God, I feel like there's been a governor that's I've been throttling my hope. I've been, I've been throttling my expectation. So I don't get disappointed. I want to tell you no, 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 a thousand times no. You ought to raise your hands. You ought to lift your voice and say, let the king of glory come in. Come on, raise your hands right now. I expect it. I expect it, God. And I elevate it. I elevate it. Come on, raise your hands and lift your voice right now. God, the people that's been wandering around, the people that's been struggling with whatever's going on in their life, the valley that they're walking through. I will lift my eyes unto the hills from where my help comes from. My help, it comes from the Lord. It's not me, God, but I lift my eyes to the hills. From where my help, it comes from you, God. Come on, raise your hands right now. I want you to lift your face toward heaven right now. I want to open this altar a little bit different today before saints of God come. I feel like today I need to open it up. You're not, you know, it's, this is new for you, and, but you feel God leading you, and you feel like I, I don't quite understand all of everything, but I know I feel somebody taking me by the hand reaching down and I feel I feel like strength is trying to come to my ankles and I feel like strength is trying to come to my legs and I don't have it all figured out yet I don't know about I don't know about all the praying and all the running and I, but I know I feel something trying to pick me up and you're here today before I open it up to these people that know what I'm saying I want, to, I want to give you the opportunity to come. 
and stand in this altar. If you're here, I want you to come right now. You just say, I've needed someone to pick me up. Here they come. Just like this. People just come. Come on. Come on. God bless you for your courage. Come on, hold your hand. This is brave what you're doing. Who else is going to come? Who else is going to say, I, I, I need what that, past, that preacher is talking about. Here they come. I need, I need y'all not to just be looking. I need y'all to be praying that the Spirit of the Lord would draw people right now. This man's coming down. These, these men are coming down. These men are coming down. This sister, come down, sister. It's okay. Who else? We don't listen. You need to take your mask off and stop pretending that you got it all figured out. I see right through the mask. I can see right through it. Here they come. Come on down. Come on down. Come on, clap your hands for these people that are coming. I'm gonna talk to you. Come on down. Come down. I'm so glad you came. I appreciate your courage. God bless you. Who else? Who else? Who else? Come on down. Come down. Come down. So I just need somebody. I need a hand to pick me up. Here they come. I want you to just look at the people that are coming. I know some of y'all, you just got your jackets on and you look all perfect. That's not going to get the job done. Come on down. Here they come. Come on. Who else? We're we're not going to, we're not in a hurry. Who else? Who else needs somebody to pick them up? Who else needs their faith elevated? Come down. Come on. Come down. Come down. I know some of y'all are bored. Y'all, y'all going to make me pastor you in a minute if y'all don't turn it on. I want y'all to look at me. Look at me. I've been where you're standing. I've been where I didn't have enough strength, where my ankles and my legs were not working. I've been in services where I didn't know how I was going to make it out of that valley. I had no idea how I was going to make it. I've been, I've been exactly where you are. I'm not going to pretend like some of these people out here are, are pretending right now. I'm not pretending. I've been exactly where you are. And I want to tell you, it was in a service just like this, just like this, that I could feel the hand of God reach down. And all of a sudden, when I didn't have strength and I didn't know how I was going to make it, there was an unseen hand and an unseen God that was at work and he picked me up and he placed my feet on the rock to stay. And that same God that picked me up is going to pick you up this morning. Come on. You believe that? You believe it? Do y'all believe it? Do y'all believe it? Now, here's what I see. Slide this back. Here's what I see. Some of you need a physical touch in your body. Some of you have never felt the Holy Ghost before. You've never spoken other tongues before. You've never been baptized before. This service is for you this morning. This service, you are not going to go out of this building the same way that you came in it. Do you believe me? The Spirit of the Lord is a lifter. It's a lifter. God is not some dictator that pushes you down. The Spirit of the Lord is going to sweep in this altar. You are going to feel the lifting power of God. You're going to feel faith. You're going to feel virtue. 
You're going to feel power. You're going to feel lighter in your, in your feet because the power of God lifts us up. Are y'all ready for that? I want you, well, I'm going to have some altar workers get ready to come, but I want you, everybody in this building, I want you to bow your head. God, in this altar are people that have faith to believe you, that you are the lifter of our heads, God. There's people in this altar, God, they're here out of complete sincerity. God, there are people, they came down because they believe the preached word of God. I'm asking you, God, this morning to let the power of God be released. I want you to fill them with your spirit. I want you to heal their bodies completely. I want you to give them a miracle instantaneously, God, in this altar this morning. In Jesus' name, you're going to fill many with the baptism of the Holy Ghost this morning. And some of them are going to be baptized in Jesus' name. Let the church say in Jesus' name. Now, I need some altar workers to get ready. And here's what I need out of y'all. Don't run for the exit. Don't you leave me in here to do all the work. I need you to pray. And I need you to create an atmosphere. And I need altar workers that are going to come down here and gather around these people and begin to pray that God works a miracle in their life. Now, right now, in the name of Jesus, I want this congregation to raise your hands and lift your voice right now. Now, raise your hands. 